Hi, everybody, and thank you very much, Earl Gillespie. As we get set for play ball, Al Barlick calling him at the uh, plate this afternoon. Hank Bauer, the right fielder for the New York Yankees, steps in, and we're all set for the first pitch of the World Series. Here it comes, and it comes in low for ball one to Bauer. Hank Bauer, a right-handed batter, wears number nine in his uniform. He had a 268 batting average this past season with 12 homers and 50 RBIs at 258 in the series last season. It's ball one. Spawn into the windup once again. And the southpaw's next pitch swung on. It's a hard ground ball in the left field for a base hit. And Bauer has the first hit of the afternoon. A hard grounder in between Logan and Matthews for a single to lead off the World Series. And instantly for Bauer, he extends his series record because Bauer has hit safely now in 15 consecutive World Series games. He had the record at 14 last year. He's extended the record now to 15. And so Bauer is on first base as Gil McDougald comes up now. The New York Yankee is second baseman and man of all spots in the infield. Uh, second, short, and third. He's hitting uh, 250 for the season as he comes into the World Series. He clips one foul outside the right field line, takes one hop into the seats and out of the seats and outside that line. So it is strike one to Gil McDougald, who is a fine hit-and-run man in that number two spot for the uh, New York Yankees. Bauer with a single is on first base. Ralph Houck, the Yankee coach over there at first, Frankie Grissetti at third. The stretch and the pause by Spawn. Here comes the pitch to McDougal that comes in wide. And the count now is one and one. Bauer on first base. And the Braves at double play depth. Bauer leads off first. And he is picked off. There's a throw to first base and over to second. And he's picked off. Spawn to Adcock to Logan. As Bauer was far off the back and he couldn't get back. And is out on the play. Warren Spawn, who, like Whitey Ford, has a tremendous pickoff motion, caught Bauer fully 15 feet off the bag. Uh, Bauer started out towards second base, and the pickoff went from uh, Spawn to Adcock to Logan, and there's one out. That Bauer just had no chance whatsoever to get back to first base. He was uh, darting towards second. He was about halfway there, as a matter of fact, when Spawn got the ball over to Adcock. He saw he was trapped. And uh, they throw down to Logan for the out. There's a hard liner. It's off Matthews' glove. Picked up by Logan, but there'll be no play. As McDougal sent a line drive, Matthews leaped, made a great stop of the ball, and it rolled just about five or six feet away. Logan, the shortstop, went over to pick it up, but no throw was made. And McDougal is on first base on a line shot off the third baseman's glove. It's scored as a uh, base hit for Gil McDougal on a liner that Matthews leaped but couldn't come down with. So there's a man on first with one away. And the batter now is Mickey Mantle, the American League home run king this past season. Here's the pitch, and there's a high foul off to the right for strike one. Goes up into the upper deck. Mantle hit 304 for the uh, season with 42 homers and 97 RBIs. Here comes the pitch. Mantle swings. There's a pop-up along the third baseline. Matthews is coming in. Also, uh, Crandall goes out, and Crandall takes it. Halfway to third base and just outside the line. So that means there are two away. McDougald staying in first base and Elston Howard, who is batting in the number four slot for the uh, New York Yankees, is now in there in the cleanup position for the New York Yankees and Ernie Johnson starts limbering up on the bullpen for Milwaukee. Elston Howard, who hit 314 for the last season, Here's the pitch, and it's a strike called on the outside corner. A fastball came in just below the shoulders. 
Elston Howard, the batter, strike one the count. McDougal on first. Here's the pitch from Spawn, and it misses the outside corner. The count now is one and one. One and one, the count to Elston Howard. There's a stretch in the pause by Spawn. The uh, pitch swung on as a foul back. Going out of play. It's ball one and strike two to Elston Howard. Howard is 29 years old, 6'2", about 200-pounder. Right-handed batter in there who hit 273 in the World Series last season. He led the uh, Yankee regulars in batting with a 314 average this year. Didn't uh, bat enough times to figure in the American League batting championship. There's a pitch which hits in the dirt, skips away from Crandall, and on the second base goes Gil McDougal. Spawn uh, broke off a curve too hard that time. It was off the shin guards of Crandall and uh, rolled back. As on the play, McDougal went into second base. So Gil is now in there in a scoring position. It scored as a wild pitch. And the batter now, Elston Howard, is back in with a count two and two. Now look back towards second. Here's the pitch to Howard. And there goes the fly ball to left center field. Papto is going back to the fence. Still going back. He's got it. And he hits up against the fence after making the catch near the 394-foot side. He took on the center path with a brilliant catch out there in left center field to retire the side. So on the uh, top of the first inning, the total show no runs. There were two hits. No errors, and one is left. And a great hand for Andy Pasco as he comes in. The score after the top half of the first inning, New York nothing, Milwaukee coming up. In the bottom half of the first inning, Red Chaindeast, Johnny Logan, and Eddie Matthews coming up to face Southpaw Whitey Ford. For the Yankees defensively, Carey is over there at third, Kubek at short, McDougald, is at second and Scour at first. Barra's the uh, catcher in the outfield. Howard is in left. Mantle center and Bauer in right. Red Shandienst had a 262 average this past season with a homer, 24 RBIs. Ford starts the windup. Swung on. There's a fly ball going out to left center field. Mantle moves to his right. He's under it. And he has it. So Shandienst flies out to Mantle in a fairly shallow left center. And there's one away in the bottom half of the first inning as Johnny Logan steps in. Logan hit 226 this year as he uh, slumped over previous seasons, but he still proved to be a clutch player for Milwaukee. He had 11 homers and 53 runs batted in. Hit 185 in last year's series, a right-handed batter. The uh, pitch comes in wide for a ball. Johnny's 31 years old. One of his hits uh, last year was a clutch 10th inning double in the fourth game, which sent home the tying run. Moments later, Matthews' long homer scored Johnny ahead of him, and the Braves had rallied for the victory. The pitch swung on. There's a line drive, which is in the left field line. It is in fair territory, up against the left field fence. Logan is on the way to second, and he's in there with a stand-up double. Johnny Logan pulled a sharp drive inside the left field line, took one hop up against the fence there in the left field corner, and Logan... In at second with a stand-up double, is in scoring position for the Milwaukee Braves as Eddie Matthews, the third baseman, batting in the number three spot, steps in to face Whitey Ford. So Eddie Matthews, whose home run uh, bat sparked out 31 of the Milwaukee this season, is up there at the plate. He had a 251 batting average, hit 227 in the series last year. 
There's one out, one on. No score. McDougal is playing a very deep second base for Matthews, a left-handed batter. And there's a curve for a called strike. As Ford uh, put one just below the shoulders in the inside corner. Strike one to Eddie Matthews. On deck, the cleanup batter, Hank Aaron. Matthews, uh, famed last year for a great stop he made to end the World Series Classic. Here's Ford's next pitch. And there's a foul coming back out of play. And the count now is strike two to Matthews. Logan edges off second. Here's the pitch, and a swing and a miss as Matthews goes out swinging at a curveball, which was blown away. So Matthews out on a strikeout, and here comes Hank Aaron, who is the uh, big right fielder for the Milwaukee Braves, who this past season batted 326. He had 30 homers and 95 RBIs. And last year, he had a tremendous series with a 393 batting average including three homers. Logan is on second. There are two outs. Yogi uh, looks in toward the uh, Yankee dugout and now looks out to uh, Whitey Ford in the mound as Aaron, a right-handed batter, steps in. Here's the pitch, and it is a called strike, a curveball which came in uh, just about shoulder high for strike one to Hank Aaron. Outfield playing deep, slightly pulled around toward left, not too much. His homers, Aaron's homers, clinched the last two pennants for the Braves. There's the stretch and the pause by Ford. Here's the pitch, and it comes in low. Count now is one and one to Aaron, the uh, number four batter for Milwaukee. A beautiful afternoon for baseball. There's no score. We're in the bottom half of the first inning, and Logan, with a double, is on second with two outs. Now Ford all set once again. Aaron stands deep in the batter's box. He swings the bat with... One hand as he gets ready. Now grips it with two, looks out toward the mound. Here's the pitch, and it comes in high, a fastball. And the count now is ball two, strike one to Aaron. In last season's World Series, Hank hit safely in all seven games. He led hitters on both teams with a 393 average. He's known for those quick wrists. All set, two balls, strike one. Here's Ford's pitch, and there goes a foul, which is going toward the seats and out of play. On the count now is two and two to Aaron. Hank, however, uh, is not coming into the World Series on the crest of a uh, batting streak, but rather in somewhat of a slump. During the uh, last few games of the season, he went over 13. Hank says he's all rested, though, and this is what really counts, the World Series. Two and two to Aaron. Logan on second, and they're two away. All set to go. Here's the pitch. And it's strike three swinging as Aaron goes down swinging at a curve which broke in uh, tight to him and low. So in this uh, bottom of the first inning, the total show, no runs, one hit, no errors, and one left. And the score at the end of the first inning, New York nothing, Milwaukee nothing. Here now is the second inning of the World Series getting underway. There's no score, and the leadoff batter for the New York Yankees is Yogi Berra. Warren Spawn into the windup. Here comes the first pitch to Yogi, and it's a strike call. A fastball for knees to Berra, who hit 266 this past season with 22 homers and 90 runs batted in. Last year during the World Series, he had a 320 batting average. Here's the windup. The next pitch to Berra is swung on. There's a line shot to left center field. It's in there for a base hit. Covington goes over to field it, and Yogi Berra's on first base with the third New York hit. A single into short left center field. A low liner clipped out there. Putting a man on first base and bringing up 
Bill Scourin, the Yankee first baseman, whose average this past season was 273. That included 14 homers and 73 RBIs. Last year, during the World Series, Bill was injured. He got up only four times and had no hits. Barra's on first, nobody out. Spawn with the stretch and the pause. And here comes the pitch to Scourin. And there's a high hopper going in the left field for a base hit for Scourin. Barra's on the way to third, coming to make the fourth third. Barra is out! Yogi Berra trying to move from first to third is thrown out Covington to Matthews. It was a one-hopper thrown in by Covington to the base, and Matthews was quick to put on the tag as Berra came in sliding. And Scourin, who uh, gets credit for the uh, single, moved on to second on the uh, play of third. Well, the uh, New York Yankees so far have had four hits in the ball game. But the Braves have been alert in getting those plays at the bases, a pickoff, and now the throw from the outfield. So Scourin's on second with one out, and the batter is Carey, who hit 286 for the season. Carey, a right-handed batter, swings as a high fly ball to deep center field. Half goal is moving back, seems to have it within range now, makes the catch about 380 feet away. Scourin uh, bluffs, moving to second, and then gets back to third. Uh, bluffs to third, gets back to second, and it was a wise maneuver he did because Papgall threw a strike from deep center into the glove of Matthews. So Andy Carey with a long fly out to Papco, scouring bluff moving to third and hasten back to second. You can hear the hum of the crowd and a beautiful throw from the center field by Andy Papco. Here's Tony Kubek, who hit 265 this past season with two homers, 48 RBIs. He's a left-handed batter. They're two-way scouring on second. And Spawn all set. Delivers. It's a strike call. Ernie Johnson again is warming up for Milwaukee. Tony Kubek, who comes from Milwaukee in there batting. Strike one the count. Here's the pitch. And there's a ground foul, which is outside of third. For strike two to Kubek. While in this inning, we saw Barra lead off with a single to left center. And Scourin sent a skipper, which went into uh, left. Barra, trying to reach third, was thrown out. Covington to Matthews. Scourin kept moving into second. And after Carey's uh, long fly out to center, Scourin bluffed moving to third, stayed at second, where he is now with Kubek, Kubek up there with a two-strike count. Here's Spawn's pitch. It's a strike call. Strike three, and Kubek is out. Now the side retired in the uh, second inning with the total showing no runs. There were two hits, no errors, and one left on base. And the score after the top half of the second is New York nothing and Milwaukee nothing. Here now is the bottom half of the second inning. And for Milwaukee, Joe Atcock playing the first base is up there. Joe's played uh, first base and also the outfield for the Braves this past season. He hit 275 with 19 homers, 54 RBIs, hit 200 in the series last year. Here's Whitey Ford's first pitch, and there goes a base hit to short right field. Adcock swinging in an outside pitch, laced one into short right, a single, putting uh, Adcock on first with West Covington coming up to the plate. Well, Adcock didn't wait very long. He stroked that one to short right. It was a liner in between McDougal and Scourin. 
And here's Covington, who had a tremendous season with a 327 batting average. That included 24 homers and 74 RBIs. He hit 208 in the series last year. He's a left-handed batter who crouches over the plate. On first base is Adcock. There's nobody out. No score in the ballgame. This is the bottom of the second. Here's the pitch, and there goes a foul back out of play. Coaching over there at first base is John Fitzpatrick. At third is Billy Herman for Milwaukee. West coming to the batter. Adcock on first and nobody out. West was sidelined during a great part of the season with a knee injury. But he's in there now in this big World Series Classic. Looks out to the mound. Ford with the stretch and the pause. Here's the pitch. The tempted butt is missed. There was no advance as Adcock was not too far off the uh, base at first. That was a breaking pitch which broke away from Covington. Barra came up with it for strike two. That knee has certainly uh, caused Covington a lot of anxiety throughout this past season. Here's the pitch. Popped up. Yogi Berra is coming back for it. He seems to be under it. He's got it. So there's the foul out to Berra with Adcock on first. And the Braves catcher, Del Crandall, stepping up. Dell hit 272 for this past season with 18 homers and 63 RBIs and uh, last series had a 211 batting average. He's 28 years old, wears number one in his uniform, comes up with Adcock on first and one away in the bottom half of the second inning. Crandall steps in. He is sort of a three-quarter view of the pitcher as he has that uh, left foot pointed out along the third baseline. Ford looks in for the sign. He's ready. Here's the pitch. And it's a strike call, the fastball in the outside corner. It's strike one to Crandall. Adcock is on first, and there's one away in the bottom of the second. Andy Papko is on deck, batting in the number eight spot for Milwaukee. No score, this is the bottom of the second. Adcock leads off first, Crandall waits. Ford eyes the runner. Here's the pitch, and it's a swing and a miss by Del Crandall for strike two. Dell has been a member of five National League All-Star teams while with Milwaukee and has proved his versatility by being used in other spots besides catching the season. He's a long ball hitter, a great student of the game. Strike two to Crandall. Here it comes, and uh, Dell started a move for that one. Al Barlick says no, he did not go through with the uh, swing. Yogi Berra turned around to question the plate umpire who says it's a ball. That's strictly a matter of the umpire's judgment, and these umpires have great judgment. So, uh, it's a ball. It's not a question of breaking one's wrist. It's a question of whether or not, in the umpire's judgment, the batter actually uh, did go for it or did not. And in uh, Al Barlick's judgment, Crandall held up in time. So it's ball one, strike two to uh, Crandall. Adcock on first, there's one out. The infield for New York at double play depth. Now Ford, working slowly this afternoon, looks in to get the sign from Berra, stretching the pause by Whitey. A look toward the runner at first, Adcock. Here's the pitch, and it's a strike called, and Crandall is out on a strikeout. That came over on the inside corner for strike three to Del Crandall, and here's Andy Papko, great crowd pleaser, coming up now for the Braves. Andy had a 238 uh, average with three homers, 23 RBIs. And Andy Papko, who is a surprise starter in the outfield. He's been used uh, in many games, defensively or late in the game, for the Braves. Is in there. Here's the pitch. 
And there's a swing and a miss. Strike one to Andy Papko. Andy has had only uh, two uh, previous starts in center during this past season. But back in 1945, he started out in center field in the Cubs uh, Tigers World Series. He swings and misses. And the count now is strike two to Papko, who's a right-handed batter. During the course of the season, for the most part in center, manager Fred Haney of Milwaukee has alternated Bill Bruton and Felix Mantilla. Count to Papko, strike two, Adcock on first. Here's the pitch, and it comes in wide. It gets away from Barra. On the way to second base is Adcock, and he goes in at second. Barra managed to get his mitt on that one. It was a wide pitch, and we'll see how the official scorer has ruled on that. As Adcock is now in uh, scoring position. Yogi had a reach. It was off the tip of his mitt. And it scored as a wild pitch, enabling uh, Adcock to move to second. So he's in scoring position right now with a ball one strike two count. Andy Papko, plate. This is his fourth World Series. He's been with the Cubs and the Dodgers prior to the Braves. Swings, sends a ground ball to the shortstop, Kubek. He pulls it, makes no throw. Adcock goes to third. Papko is on first base as a ground ball at the shortstop was fumbled by Tony Kubek. He made no throws. He tried to reach for it lying along the ground. So Papko is on on Kubek's error. Adcock is on third, and the batter is Warren Spawn, who is famed and not alone for his great pitching, but also for being a great hitter. Not only a singles hitter, but a home run hitter. He's hit more homers than any other pitcher in National League history during his career. There's the pitch low for a ball. Warren, this past season, hit 333 with two homers and 15 RBIs. He comes up with men on first and third and two away in the bottom half of the second. Spawn uh, bats left-handed. Canna's ball one from Whitey Ford. Here's the next pitch. And a strike is called as Spawn started to move for it and checked his swing and the ball broke over. So it's one and one. Spawn steps out of the batter's box. Good stiff breeze blowing toward left center this afternoon. Ford looks in to get the sign from Vera. Runners on first and third. Two outs. The pitch is over for a called strike. That was a fastball. It came in letter high. And the count now is ball one, strike two to Warren Spawn. As the Milwaukee Braves are threatening to score here in this bottom half of inning number two. Here's the pitch. And it's strike three as Spawn goes down swinging on a curveball which broke away from So the uh, strikeout retires to the side in the bottom half of the second inning with the total showing no runs. There was one hit, one error, and two left on base. At the end of two innings, the score, New York nothing, Milwaukee nothing. The third inning finds Whitey Ford leading off. He hit 205 this past year, left-handed batter. And the first pitch from Warren Spawn comes in low for ball one. So far for New York, there have been four hits. Ford, who is up there, the plate has struck out four men. Here's Warren's next pitch, and it's a called strike in the inside corner. And the count now is one and one to Ford. Whitey originally started out in baseball as a first baseman but rapidly was converted to uh, becoming a pitcher and has proved to be one of the great ones in the game. Here's the one-and-one one pitch. And a curve is over at the knees for a called strike. 
Dodd's now ball one, strike two. Ford steps outside the batter's box for a moment. And now he's back in. Back during his school days, Whitey played at first base. Crouches slightly in the batter's box. Here's the pitch. And it's strike three called. And Ford is out. So there's one away. In the top of the third, Spawn has struck out the last two men that he's pitched to on called strikes, Kubek and Ford. One out in the third inning. And Hank Bauer, who led off the ball game with a single left, is up now for the second time. Hank and Yogi Berra are the only uh, Yankees who have been on all ten Yankee clubs managed by Casey Stengel. Bauer steps in. One out in the third. Spawn winds. The pitch. And there goes a line drive to left field. Covington is there. He's got it. So there are two away, and the third is Gil McDougal comes up. That uh, left field can be pretty tough to play with that sun uh, coming down. Covington took that one nicely for out number two. McDougal, the batter, is one for one in the hit department. Here's the pitch, and it's a called strike. Gill singled in the first inning, one of the four Yankee hits so far in the ballgame. There are two outs, nobody on base. The spawn starts the windup, and the next pitch to McDougal is just inside for a ball. Canna's one and one to McDougal. Two outs, nobody on, and there's no score in this first game of the World Series. Gill, 30-year-old second baseman for the New York Yankees. Here's the windup by Spawn. The pitch is a uh, breaking pitch, which is away for ball two. Two balls and a strike. The Yankees have won pennants with Gill as the regular third baseman, shortstop, and second baseman. He holds a host of records. Four uh, men who have played uh, various spots in the infield. Here comes the pitch, and it's wide, and the count now is ball three, strike one to McDougal, with the feared Mickey Mantle on deck. Warren Spawn steps back off the mound. Earlier in the game, uh, Johnson was warming up twice. He has gone back to sit down. As the Yankees had hits in both of the first two frames against Spawn. Canna's ball three, strike one, as Warren starts the windup. Here's the pitch to McDougal. And it comes in high for ball four, putting McDougal on first base and bringing up Mickey Mantle, who fouled out in the first inning. So Mantle uh, popped up along the third baseline, and the first one was out. He's up there now with two outs, McDougal on first, and Mantle, who is batting right-handed against Warren Spawn, steps in. The outfield, Covington, Popko, and Aaron all deep for Mantle. There's a look toward the runner at first. Here's the pitch to Mantle. And there's a ground ball, which is fouled outside of third, taken by Frankie Crosetti. To uh, Crosetti, the World Series is no new experience. As player and coach, he has participated in many. Strike one to Mickey Mantle. McDougal, again, strays just a few feet from first. Spawn looks over. Here's the pitch. And there goes a line shot to center field. Papko comes in. He's got it. Side retired. Man away the wood to that one. Papko came in about 15 feet or so and took a solid liner to center to retire the side with no runs, no hits, no errors, and one left. And the score after the top half of the third inning. The New York Yankees nothing, the Milwaukee Braves nothing. Well, among the uh, four hits for New York has been won by Hank Bauer. He holds the series record for hitting in consecutive games, 15 now. You know, Hank was first signed by the Yankees for only $1,150. <laughs> what a buy that turned out to be. 
And man, this year's 1958 World Series special is a whale of a bargain, too. 79 cents gets you a Gillette one-piece TV razor, a dispenser of smooth-shaven Gillette blue blades, and a streamlined travel case. Whether you're a beginning shaver or a veteran, this is your chance to save money and get wonderful, refreshing shaves. A regular dollar value, all for only 79 cents. Red Shane Deans leads off, bottom of the third. Whitey Ford delivers, and it's low for a ball. Shane Deans fly to center in the first inning. Be followed by Logan and by Eddie Matthews. Shane Deans stands with feet fairly close together, chokes up on the bat, looks out to the mound. Whitey all set to work. There's the windup. Here comes the pitch, and there's a ground ball, which is taken by the third baseman, Carey. His throw to first for the out. So there's one away in the bottom half of the third. Play one Carey to Scourin, and the batter is Logan who drilled the two-bagger inside the left field line in the first inning. Johnny Logan, one for one, is up there now. He has the only uh, extra base hit so far of the series, and the right-handed batter in and waiting. Ford uh, all set, winds. Here's the pitch, and it comes in wide for a ball. Ball one to Johnny Logan. Although Johnny slipped in his batting average this season, he did uh, up his home runs and his RBIs. He takes low, and the count now is ball two to Logan. Ford is famed for his great control. He's had it this year and practically every year that he's been up on the big scene. Two and all, the count to Logan with Matthews on deck. There's no score. This is the bottom half of the third at Milwaukee County Stadium. Here's the windup by Ford. The pitch is a called strike as Whitey hit the outside corner just below the shoulders. And it's now ball two, strike one to Logan. Johnny uh, in there and waiting. 31-year-old right-handed batter. Here's the pitch. And it comes in low, and the count now is three and one. Three and one to Logan with the uh, long ball hitting Eddie Matthews on deck. Johnny steps up the batter's box. Now he's back in. The outfield finds Elston Howard pulled around uh, toward left. Mantles over in left center. Ready now for that three and one pitch. Here it comes. And it's a strike called in the outside corner. The count now is three and two to uh, Johnny Logan. Johnny pounds the bat on the plate. The digs in there at the batter's box. Now looks out to the mound. All set for that three and two pitch. Here's the windup. Here it comes. And it's strike three swinging. As Logan goes out on a strikeout, it was a fastball. Came in around the knees. And that is Ford's fifth strikeout. Coming uh, here in the bottom of the third. Two away. And the batter is Matthews, who also whipped in the first inning. So Eddie Matthews, a left-handed batter, is in there now with two outs in the bottom of the third. Ford, getting the sign from Berra, starts the windup. The pitch to Matthews is inside for a ball. Eddie, uh, last year, had a 227 average in the World Series. 315 down that right field line for a left-handed batter with a 10-foot elevation. And then as you uh, go out toward right a bit more, it becomes a 7-foot fence. Ball one to Matthews. Here's Ford's pitch. And there's a foul going off to the left and going out of play. On the count now is one and one. Eddie is six foot one, 200 pounder. And he'll be uh, 27 years old right after the World Series ends on October 13th. He's in there waiting now with a one and one count. The outfield playing him deep. Bowers almost at the edge of the cinder path out there in right center field. Ford delivers. And there's a foul going back behind home plate. The count now is ball one, strike two to Matthews. One and two the count to Matthews with two outs. 
Hawkins. Here's the pitch, and it's a swing and a miss, and Matthews is out on a strikeout to retire the side in the bottom half of the third with no runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left. And the score at the end of three innings is New York nothing, Milwaukee nothing. The fourth inning finds Elston Howard leading off New York against Spawn. The first pitch is over for a called strike one to Howard. Howard went out to Papco in center field in the first inning. He's batting in the number four spot for the New York Yankees. A right-handed batter in there and waiting. Howard, a versatile fellow who can be used in the outfield at first base or catching. Here comes the pitch, and there goes a fly ball to right field. Hank Aaron is waiting for it and has it. And Elston Howard is out number one in the top half of inning number four. That brings to the plate Yogi Berra, who singled to left center in the second inning. Berra steps in, one out in this fourth inning. Yogi has played in more games than anybody else in series history. He's playing in his 55th right now. And he needs only uh, two more hits to equal a record of 58 held by Frankie Frisch. Here comes the pitch. And there goes a fly ball in the short center. Back goes Shane Deans. Then comes Popko, and Shane Deans has it. Two away in the fourth inning. The batter is Scourin, who singled to left field in the second. And Bill Scourin steps in now to face Warren Spawn. Two outs in the fourth, no score in the first game of this World Series. Spawn gets the sign from Craddle. Scourin waiting. Here's the windup. And the first pitch to Bill is low for a ball. Ball one to Bill Scourin. Bill is only uh, one of six players to hit Grand Slammer in World Series play. Did it back in 1956 against Brooklyn. Here's the pitch. And the pitch comes in low for a ball. Two outs in this fourth inning. And a 2-0 count to Scourin as Spawn goes to the rosin bag. Scourin is good power to all fields. He has a big uh, pair of wrists. And sometimes he can swing late in a pitch. He can be fooled and still have enough power to soak it out there to right center and right. Has quite a few uh, opposite field homers. The 2-2 two two pitch. There goes a long fly ball to left field. Cullington going back. It's going. It is a home run for Bill Scourin over the left field fence. And Scourin is rounding the bases with the first one of the World Series. Bill Scourin with a line shot over the left field fence about 10 or 15 feet inside the line. And the New York Yankees lead by a 1-0 score with Scourin's homer coming with two away in the fourth. And that was Scourin's second hit. The batter now is Carey, and the New Yorkers are in front. Here comes the first pitch. Carey bunts. It's going foul outside of third for strike one. Well, it was rather a subdued crowd, as you might uh, understand very readily, here in Milwaukee, which witnessed Scourin hitting the home run to put New York out in front. For uh, Scourin, that was his third World Series homer. Here's the pitch, and Carey takes inside. Out now is one and one to Andy Carey. Nobody on. New York leads one nothing. Bill Scourin becomes the first Yankee to uh, put one over the fence. Carey fouls one off. Cottonow's ball one, strike two. Last year, Scourin 
only uh, made a brief appearance in the World Series with four times up with no hits. But he certainly has made his presence felt here in this first game today. Here's the next pitch coming up to Carey. And it's a swing and a miss on a screwball, which broke away from the strike three, and he's out. Now the side retired in this fourth inning with the total showing a run, a hit, no errors, and nobody left. And the score after the top half of the fourth, New York one, Milwaukee nothing. In the bottom half of the fourth, the Braves home run threat. Hank Aaron leads off, and you can hear the Milwaukee fans come to life. They trail one nothing. And so far, it's been uh, one run and five hits and an arrow for New York. And for Milwaukee, no runs, two hits, and no errors. Aaron struck out in the first inning. Here's the windup, and Ford's pitch swung on and grounded foul off to the left. So it's now strike one to uh, Amron Hank Aaron. Barrow rubs up a new ball, flips it out to the mound. And we're all set to go. Aaron back in with a one-strike count. Here's the pitch, and it's high. One and one. Both clubs hitting the ball up into the air this afternoon. The Braves infielders have not handled any grounders yet. The Yankee infielders only two. There was an error on one, and the other was fielded cleanly. There's a pitch coming in wide. On the count now to uh, Hank Aaron is two balls, strike one. Aaron leading off in the bottom half of the fourth be followed by Adcock and Covington. Three men who can hit that long ball for Milwaukee. Ford looks in for the sign. Southpaw winds the pitch. Comes in low. And the count now is three and one. Well, Whitey has gone to a uh, three-ball count on other batters, but up to this point has not walked anybody. So let's see what happens now with a three and one count to Aaron. Left to lay it in there, and the big man is at the plate. Here's the three and one pitch. And it's full four. He missed with a curveball. Aaron draws a walk to lead off the bottom half of the fourth inning. And the crowd comes to life here as big Joe Adcock comes up with Aaron on first base. Adcock is one of the two Milwaukee hits. He singled a low liner to right field in the second inning. And Joe later moved as far as third where he was stranded when the second inning came to an end. So Adcock now steps in with Aaron on first base and nobody out. The Braves trail by a 1-0 score to the New York Yankees in this fourth inning of the World Series. Aaron uh, takes a lead off first base. The stretch and the pause by Ford. And they throw to first base, and Aaron gets back to the bag. Big Joe Adcock stands 6'4", weighs 220 pounds. He's a long ball hitter. He's in there waiting with a runner on, nobody out. Another throw to first base, and again, uh, Aaron is back. Scourin started to move in just a few feet off the base, and he had to get back to the bag once again. The outfield finds Howard playing a very deep left center field for Adcock. The pitch comes in and gets away from Yogi Berra. Aaron goes to second, makes a turn there. Berra comes back, picks up the ball. Looked like uh, Yogi... Didn't know that he had missed that one. It's charged as a fastball. He seemed to uh, hesitate a moment after the ball got through him as if he weren't quite sure whether he had stopped the ball or whether it had trickled by. And Aaron is in at second base. 
So that makes it ball one to uh, Adcock. Aaron in scoring position. Nobody out. Ford all set. Looks back to the runner. Here it comes. And there's a uh, hopper going to the third baseman, Carey. He keeps the runner at second. Throws to first in time for the out. Adcock out at first base as Aaron held second. Play went from Carey to Scarum. And the batter is Wes Covington, who fouled out in the second. And again, Barra goes out to speak to Whitey Ford. They've been having quite a few conferences, especially during this inning. As the Yankees defensively uh, see that there's a big man out there at second who could tie up the ball game if he scores. Covington, feared long ball hitter, is in and waiting. Left-handed batter. Ford looks in to get the sign now. Left-hander set to stretch from the pause. Here's the pitch. And there's a hard ground ball going to McDougal. He's up with it. They throw to Scourin. Retires Covington. And on the play, Aaron moves to third. So the Milwaukee Braves, for the second time this afternoon, have a man at third with two away. And Del Crandall at the plate. Dell struck out in the second. We're in the bottom half of the fourth, and the Yankees lead by a one nothing score and a home run by Bill Scoward in the top of the inning. Crandall, in and waiting. Aaron on third, two outs. Ford all set to work. Aaron now leads off third. Here's the windup and the pitch. And there goes a line drive to left field for a big pitch. Aaron scores. Crandall is on first base, and the Braves tie the ball game at 1-1. a solid drive into left field drives in the tying run as Aaron scores and the Milwaukee Brave fans really let out with a roar that time here's Andy Papkall the man on first and there goes a shot to center field for a hit Crandall goes into second makes the turn and now stays at second base as Vicky Mantle feels the ball and throws into the cutoff man Tony Kubek Andy Papkall with a single to center moving Joe Crandall to second and the Braves with men on first and second and two away in a tie ball game as the pitcher Warren Spawn comes up. Warren struck out in the second. Yogi Berra goes out to speak to Whitey Ford. Andy Carey is also over at the mound. In this inning, Hank Aaron Walk moved to second in a pass ball, the third on a ground out with two away. Crandall singled Aaron over, and now Crandall's at second on Papko's single to center field. So here's Warren Spawn, men on first and second, two away, and a 1-1 ball game in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Spawn steps in, bats left-handed, Ford all set to go. The outfield is fairly deep for Spawn. Stretch in the pause, the pitch, and there goes the base hit to left center field. Crandall rounding third, he'll score. On the way to third is Papko. Howard finally picks the ball up, throws into second base. Warren Spawn has put the Braves in front. Listen to this crowd. Warren Spawn placed one in the left center. A little indecision there for a moment as to who would pick it up as the hit rolled along. Mantle Howard finally. 
finally Elston Howard picked it up and threw in the second base. But Crandall came in to score on the base hit, the third in a row. Pass goal, moved to uh, third. Vaughn is on first, and the batter is Shandy. Dittmar starts warming up for New York. Shandy's the batter. Milwaukee leads 2-1 to one in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Shandy's just right out, and he's grounded out. Here comes the pitch, and it's wide for a ball. Well, the walk seemed to open up the gates for the Braves. And then after two were away, successive singles by the number seven, eight, and nine men, Randall Papko and Spawn. Men are on first and third with two out. Papko and third, Spawn at first, changes the batter. Swings and misses. The count now is one and one. Here the U's and ahs on each pitch coming up here in Milwaukee, where a very heated crowd is uh, witnessing the Braves and the New York Yankees in the first game of this classic. All set to go. One and one to Shane Deans. Here's the pitch. And it's a swing and a miss for strike two. Ball one, strike two to Shane Deans. Batting the leadoff spot to Milwaukee. West. Red steps out of the batter's box now with the ball one, strike two count. And uh, on third is Papko on first is Spawn. It's 2-1 with the Braves leading. Four looks in to get the sign now from Barra. Runners uh, edge off at third and first. The stretch and the pause, the pitch comes in wide. And the count now is two and two to Shane Dean. Red steps back in with a two and two count. The outfield is playing him just slightly around toward left. All set to go. Ford ready. Here it comes. It's strike three swinging. And Shane Dean goes out in a strikeout to retire the side. So in the bottom half of the fourth inning, for the Milwaukee Braves, there were two runs, three hits, no errors, and two left. And the score at the end of four innings is Milwaukee 2, New York 1. In the fifth inning, it's Tony Kubek, Whitey Ford, and then the top of the batting order for the New York Yankees as Warren Spawn now works behind a 2-1 lead. And it was Spawn's hit, which was the hit that put the Milwaukee Braves out in front. Randall and the Spawn getting the RBIs in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Kubek has struck out in the second. He comes up now for the second time to face Spawn. So far, there have been uh, five hits for each side in the ballgame. And now Kubek steps in. He's the number eight batter for the New York Yankees. Spawn working behind a 2-1 margin, all set to deliver. Here comes the pitch. And there goes a foul back out of play. So it's strike one to Tony Kubek. Well, it's a terrific pitching duel going on with Warren Spawn's bat providing the edge between these two men at this point. Strike one to Kubek, left-handed batter in and waiting. Here's the next pitch, and it's a breaking pitch which is low for a ball. One and one. Spawn smooths out the dirt around the uh, pitching rubber. Now he's ready. There's the side from Crandall. One and one the count to Kubek. Here's the windup. And the next pitch on the way. Swung on. There's a high fly ball going to short left. Covington comes in, and he's got it. So there's one out in the uh, top of the fifth inning. And the pitcher, Whitey Ford, is coming up. Whitey uh, looked at a called strike three in the third. Whitey, so far this afternoon, is trailing by a 2-1 score, but Whitey already has seven strikeouts. 
that's already halfway to the series record. Carl Erskine of the Dodgers had 14 back on October 2nd of 53 against the Yankees. Whitey Ford steps in, and the pitch is a call strike. One out, we're in the fifth inning, and the score is Milwaukee 2 and the New York Yankees 1. Here's the windup by Spawn. The next pitch to Ford is a ball. It came in a bit too high, and the count now is 1-1. One 1-1 and one. One and one to Ford. Yankees' run came on Scowron's homer in the fourth inning. Here's the windup by Warren. He delivers, and the pitch comes in below the knees for ball two, strike one to Ford. One out in the fifth. And a capacity crowd jammed in here, hanging on to every thrill of this classic. Ball two, strike one. Spawn to the windup. He delivers, and it's a ball that came in high, three and one. That was a fastball that thumped into Crandall's mitt for a three-and-one count to uh, Whitey Ford. Whitey in and waiting. He bats left-handed. He's choked up on the bat. Spawn looks in to get the sign now from Crandall. Here comes the pitch. And it's a strike call to snap three and two. The Braves have already equaled their 1957 run total for the series against Ford. They had two runs in two games in 57. Ready for that three and two pitch to Ford. Here it comes. Ball four comes in just a bit low. So Ford draws a walk, putting a man on first with one out. And that brings up the veteran Hank Bauer, who is one for two. He's hit two balls well today. He uh, single the left and he lined out to left. Ford on first. Kubek, the first out of the inning, and a fly out to Covington. And Bauer, right-handed batter, steps in. Hank, 36 years old, he's still going strong. Known for his aggressiveness, continual hustle. He's in there now with Ford on first and one out. Whitey has the jacket on at first base. Stretching the pause by Spawn. Here's the pitch, and it comes in low for a ball to Bauer. On deck is Gil McDougall. Thus far in the ballgame, the Yankees have four singles and a homer, and the homer provided the uh, score. 2-1, Milwaukee leads with a comeback two runs in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Ball one to Bauer. A quick throw to first base, and Ford gets back to the bag. One out, one on. Logan and Shane Deans to double play depth for Milwaukee. Shadows caught to lengthen just to fit over the uh, right side of the infield. In left, Covington playing a deep left field for Bauer. Hank waiting. All set for the pitch. Here it comes. And it comes in low for ball two. And Spawn seems just for the last few pitches to have lost that great touch for the moment. Proud. Here's just a bit restive as Warren steps back off the mound for the moment. Now the great southpaw's ready. Ford on first base takes a very slim lead. Ready for the ball two pitch to Bauer. Here it comes. And there goes a long fly ball to deep left field. Covington's going far back. It's going, going. It is a home run. Hank Bauer put one in the seats beyond the left field fence for a home run, scoring Whitey Ford, and the Yankees retake the lead. Well, there was no doubt about that one. That was really conked right on the nose. And the Yankees, using their big weapon, the home run ball, are back in front. A two-run homer by Hank Bauer. And New York now leads 3-2 as Gil McDougall comes up. 
Gil McDougall up there. And the pitch is high for a ball. Well, that was a 400-footer by Hank Bauer, which went sailing far over the uh, fence out there and left into the seats beyond and well up into the seats. Ball one to McDougal, who was singled and walked. Johnson again warming up for the Braves. The Yankees on two homers have scored their three runs. They lead 3-2. The pitch, it comes in high to McDougal, and it's ball two. Well, this has been a seesaw game. New York in the top of the fourth scored a run. The Braves not back with two in the bottom of the fourth. And the Yankees have forged out in front in the fifth and lead 3-2. McDougal about it. The base is empty. There's one out. Here's the windup by Spawn. Here comes the pitch. And it comes over for a called strike. So it's ball two, strike one to Gil McDougal. Gil uh, steps back in. Now we're all set. Count us two balls. Strike one to McDougal. The windup by Spawn. Here's the pitch. And it's a strike called. And the count now is two and two. That uh, homer for Bauer was his fourth series homer. Two and two to McDougal. And on deck, Mickey Mantle. Here's the windup. And the two and two pitch to Gill. There's a foul which dribbles off to the on deck circle and Mantle has it. Two and two to McDougal. New York has six hits, and the Braves have five in the ballgame. The Yankees are ahead on the uh, home run ball. Ready for the two and two pitch. Spawn delivers, and it's in the dirt, taken on the hop by Crandall, as Warren put just a bit too much break on that one. Saw the count now, three and two. Dangerous Mickey Mantle on deck. Here in this top of the fifth inning, before a capacity jam packed crowd. Ready for that three and two pitch. It's on the way, and it's fouled in the dirt behind home plate, and the count holds a three and two to McDougal. Gill can hit to all fields. And sort of cradles the bat as he waits for the pitch. Gill got off to a tremendous start this year for New York. He was up there atop the uh, league leaders, and then slumped during the uh, second part of the season. But still is a feared man in the clutch. Here's a three and two pitch. And there's a ground ball going out to Logan at short. He's up with it. They throw to Adcock for the out. And Adcock had a reach on the plate side to haul that one in. They're two away. And up steps Mickey Mantle, who is 0 for 2. With two outs and two runs across in the top of the fifth. And the score, the Yankees 3 and the Milwaukee Braves 2. Now Mantle, 0 for 2, steps in. Outfield is far back. A wind-up by Spawn. Here's the pitch, and it's inside for a ball. You may have noted that in the previous two appearances that Spawn has been keeping the ball tight on Mickey Mantle. Ball one to Mantle. Spawn gets the side from Crandall. Here's the wind-up. Here's the pitch, and there's a foul off to the Yankee dugout. That was a curveball also in close to Mantle. Count now is one and one to Mantle. Two outs in this fifth inning. Spawn ready with a new ball. Looks in to get the side from Crandall. Left-hander ready. Starts the windup. Here's the one-and-one pitch. High for ball two. Two balls and a strike to Mickey. Well, it's been a thrilling first game so far, and of course, there are many innings still to go. Two balls. Strike one to Mantle. Here's the windup. And the next pitch on the way. 
is low for ball three. Three and one. Mickey played in six games of the series last season, but he was hobbled by injuries and didn't perform up to par. But he came into this one in top-notch condition, wearing to go. Ball three, strike one, the mantle. Now Spawn looks in to get the sign. This is a tough pitch with a feared battle like mantle, three and one. And now with a uh, little wave of dirt stirred up around home plate, Mantle steps out. Now he's back in. Here's a three and one pitch. Ball four, he draws the walk. So that brings up Elston Howard. And Spawn has uh, issued two walks here in this inning. One hurt him as Whitey Ford, the pitcher, was on base for the walk. And Bauer then came up and hit the homer. If there's something that one pitcher does not like to do, it's walk an opposing pitcher. Although in uh, the case of Ford pitching to Spawn, Warren came through with a base hit. Here's Elston Howard. And the first pitch almost hits him. He has to jump back out of the way. It came in low around the ankles for ball one. Howard batting cleanup for the Yankees is flied out twice. Elston steps back in. Ball one the count. Mantle on first. Two outs. Stretching the pause by Spawn. A look toward the runner. The pitch. A swing and a miss by Elston Howard. On the count now. Ball one, strike one. To the Yankees, number four hitter. Well, manager Casey Stengel had quite a problem this year. It was a happy problem with both Howard and Berra available for catching. And, of course, that put one in the outfield. The next pitch comes in wide for a ball. Two balls, strike one. And Warren Spawn comes in to uh, discuss that one with Al Barling. He thought he may have had the corner that time. And now goes back, picks up the rosin bag, and steps back off the mound. Both these pitches depend on pinpoint control, play in the corners. Ball two, strike one. Howard waiting. Mantle on first. The outfield playing deep and pulled around toward left. A look toward the runner. And a throw to first base, and Mantle gets back. Ball two, strike one. Howard now sets himself in the batter's box. And again, uh, Spawn close to first base, but Mantle are not straight off the bag. Ralph Howe coaching over there. At first, Frankie Grissetti at third. Now Howard is back in and waiting with a two-and-one count. A look toward the runner. Spawn set. Here's the pitch. And there's a ground ball, which is taken by Matthews. A throw to second base for the out. Matthews to Shane Dinks. was a good play by Matthews. Man was forced to retire the side. In this top of the fifth inning for the New York Yankees, two runs, one hit, no errors, and one left. The score after the top half of the fifth Yankees 3, Milwaukee 2. Ask for Gillette Foamy. Either regular type or with cool, refreshing menthol added. A three-month supply costs 79 cents. And now here's one of the nation's top sports announcers, the voice of the Milwaukee Braves, Earl Gillespie. Thank you, Bob Wolf, and we're all set to go on the last half of the fifth inning. Yankees lead 3-2. Logan leading off, and John takes the ball. It's blown inside, bouncing away from Yogi Berra. Rolling halfway up the net behind home plate, and it's ball one and no strikes. Yankee Power has given the New York Ball Club a 3-2 lead over the Milwaukee Braves. As home runs have spelled the difference, scoured in the fourth, none on. Hank Power in the fifth with one man on base. Ball one, no strikes on Logan, who doubled down the left field line in the first inning, takes a curb strike on the inside corner across the letters, and it's even up at ball one and strike one. Logan was... 
a strikeout victim in the third, and Whitey Ford, so far in four innings, has struck out seven Braves hitters. Ball one and a strike one count. The pitch is cut on as the ground ball to the shortstop. Tony Kubek, nice hop, over to first base. He is out, and that is one away. Logan tossed out by Milwaukee-born Tony Kubek, who is due to see some Army service immediately following the World Series. Here's third baseman Eddie Matthews. And Ford has gotten Eddie twice on curveballs. Struck him out in the first, and Eddie went down swinging in the third. One out, nobody on base. Last half of the fifth inning. Yankees on top, 3-2, and Matthews swings and falls one off to the right. Strike one. New York has three runs on six hits. The Yankees have committed one error. Milwaukee, two runs, five hits, and no errors. Whitey Ford and Warren Spahn have gone the distance so far, although the Milwaukee Braves bullpen has been active, as Ernie Johnson, veteran right-hander, has been up three times in the ballgame, while Art Dittmar started loosening up for the Yankees in the last half of the fourth inning, but Ford survived a shaky fourth, giving up two runs on a walk and three successive singles. Spike won the count on Matthews. The Yankee outfield is playing Matthews deep and shaded towards right field. The pitch is high inside, and that's ball one and strike one. Third baseman Andy Curry is playing on the edge of the infield grass. McDougal is deep at second base, Cowan deep at first, and the shortstop Tony Kubek is shading Matthews over towards the bag at second base. Ball one, strike one count. One out, nobody on base. The left-hander wheels, the pitch is low inside, ball two. Ball two, strike one. Billy Herman, coaching at third base, is in his ninth World Series, formerly a coach of the old Brooklyn Dodgers. 2-1 pitch. Here is ball three. It's too low. Three and one. One out. Nobody on base. Waiting on deck is Henry Aaron. Eddie Matthews, who in the last couple of years has developed one of the outstanding defensive third basemen in the National League. 3-1 pitch. And there is a ball four. So the tying run moves down the first base in the person of Eddie Matthews. As the great southpaw of the Yankee pitching staff, Whitey Ford, comes up with his second walk. Matthews reaching first base for the first time this afternoon. One of the fastest men on the Milwaukee ball club. Manager Fred Haney now has some speed on first base with the white fielder Henry Aaron. Moving into the batter's box. Aaron has struck out. Went down swinging in the first inning, and he walked in the fourth. Came around to score one of Milwaukee's two runs. Right-handed batter with great wrist action. The pitch is swung on a ground ball over the head of the pitcher, picked up by the second baseman, out at second base, over the first, not in time. A burst of speed carried Aaron past Bill Scowan at first base. Gil McDougal to his right on the high chopper. Stepped on second base for the play on Eddie Matthews. So that is a fielder's choice. with Matthews forced at second base to Gil McDougald. Gil throw to first base, not in time, so the tying run is still on first base. Two outs in the last half of the fifth inning, and here is first baseman Joe Adcock. The big guy from Cushata, Louisiana, single to right field on the first pitch in the second. Thrown out by third baseman Carey in the fourth. One for two, and he swings. There's a high fly ball, short left. Digging hard is Elston Howard calling for the ball now. Having a little trouble, makes the catch, and that retires the side. So in the last half of the fifth inning, Milwaukee is easy for Whitey Ford. No runs, no hits, no errors. One man was left on base. 
and the score at the end of five innings, New York three and Milwaukee two. This is WGY, WGFM, Schenectady. Barris single left field in the second. Was thrown out of third base by Wes Covington on a base hit by Bill Scourin. Then in the fourth inning, Barra popped out to Shane Deanst in short right center field. So Barra has one hit and two times at bat. He swings, it's a fly ball to left center field. Papko digging hard out to his right, coming over, dives, and he cannot make the play as Barra heads for second base. And Yogi pulls up with a double at second. Diving try by Andy Papko in left center field. And that'll be a two-base hit for Barra. Hit number seven off Warren Spahn. A great try by the veteran outfielder, Andy Pafko, sprawling along the grass in left center field, cannot come up with a play. And the Yankees are threatening to score again as they lead here at Milwaukee County Stadium, 3-2. to two. First baseman, Bill Scourin, who has given Spahn nothing but trouble this afternoon with a single to the left and a home run in the fourth inning. Strong right-handed batter and the first pitch. Scourin backs away. A ball is low and inside. Ball one and no strikes. Milwaukee's outfield is deep towards left. Respecting this fellow who started a college career at Purdue University. Boy from Chicago, Illinois. It's the pitch. Here's a swing and a ground ball to the third baseman, Matthews. This is a fair ball. A throw to first. He is out. Ball is on the line down the third base side as Scowen is tossed out by Eddie Matthews. And on the play, Barrow was forced to hold second base. So Yogi is still in scoring position. One man is out, Yankees three, Milwaukee two, New York batting in the sixth, and the batter is third baseman Andy Carey. Carey flight to center field in the second, struck out in the fourth. Hit listen two times at bat, the outfield is shading him towards left field, so is the infield. Warren Spawn, glancing back over the left shoulder, kicks and delivers, the pitch swung on a ground ball to Eddie Matthews left, nice stab, over to first base, he is out of a good play by Matthews at third base. with those great reflexes at third, coming up with a hard hit ball to his left. And Vera again must stay on second base. Two men are out. Batter shortstop Tony Kubek. Tony call out on strikes in the second. Fly the left field in the fifth. On around second base, Vera here's a swing and a ground ball to Joe Adcox right. He's over, picks it up, tossing the spawn, and it's in time in a close race to retire the side. No runs in one hit. No errors. One man was left on base, and the score remains New York 3 and Milwaukee 2. Well, we're honored this afternoon with the manager of a great National League team, the San Francisco Giants, we're speaking of Bill Rigney. Bill, we'd like to know right now your personal thoughts of this 1958 World Series. Well, I like the Braves. I think they'll win it whether it goes 6, 8, or 10 games. And uh, I think that uh, their pitching will be a little bit better than the New York pitching, and I think they've got enough power they can score some runs, and uh, I just think that the Braves ought, ought to win it again. Well, Bill, what are your plans after the series? Well, I hope to do a little fishing, though. Well, uh, I've got something here you'd like to take along because it's the new Gillette TV Razor. Well, thank you very much, Earl, and extra Gillette comes in mighty handy for trips. Fans, now's the time to get your extra Gillette because as a World Series special, you get a Gillette one-piece TV Razor, a dispenser of blue blades, and a handy travel case for just 79 cents. What a bargain this is. So pick up yours at a nearby store while the supply lasts. And thanks for sharing the booth with me during this inning, Manager Bill Rigney of the San Francisco Giants. 
We move on to the last half of the sixth inning. Yankees leading three to two. New York has had it. Milwaukee so far seven to five. Whitey Ford has had only one real tough inning. The last half of the fourth, when he gave up a walk to the leadoff man Henry Aaron. Then after two outs, along with a pass ball, Aaron on third base. Consecutive singles by Crandall, Papko, and Warren Spahn netted two runs. Braves at that time held a two to one lead. But a booming drive by Bauer with a man on base in the fifth gave New York its three to two lead. So we go to the last half of the sixth inning. And Wes Covington leads off for the Braves. He has fouled out to Yogi Berra and has been tossed out for the second baseman, Gil McDougal. Wes Covington, who at this moment is wearing a brace on the left knee, which was injured a long time ago last spring against the Los Angeles Dodgers in an exhibition ball game. Mantled with that great speed in center field. It's not too over, much over towards right center. Here's a drive to deep left field. Over there, though, is Elston Howard. He makes the catch. And that is one away as Covington lines out to Howard around towards left center field. And Howard that time must have read the book on Wes Covington. He was on the spot. One man is out. Nobody on base. Here is catcher Del Crandall. Del, who enjoyed a banner season of the plate this year, building 18 home runs, drove in 63 runs for the Braves. Call out on strikes on a curveball in the second. Single to left field on Whitey Ford's first pitch to him to drive him the Braves' first run in the fourth. He swings and lines one foul down the left field line, and it's strike one. Last half of the sixth inning. Capacity crowd at Milwaukee County Stadium. Second game of the series to be played here at Milwaukee. Friday, a travel day, with next three games at Yankee Stadium, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And if games number six and seven are necessary... Wednesday and Thursday back at Milwaukee. Here's a roller down the first baseline. It is a fair ball. Berra over to first base. He is out. Yogi Berra watching that ball, which was twisting. A lot of English on it towards the first base foul line, but he grabbed it about a foot fair. Threw hard to Bill Scowen to get Del Crandall by a couple of steps. So that is two away, and it brings up center fielder Andy Pafko. Andy Pepko, who was safe on an error by Kubek, the only error so far in this first game of the series, in the second, and Andy single to center field in the fourth. 37-year-old veteran outfielder who now resides in Chicago, Illinois, takes a ball that's outside, ball one and no strikes. Andy is actually from Boyceville, Wisconsin. The left-hander Ford delivers, and here's a swing and a drive back in the left field. Going back is Elston Howard. He might have the room. He does. He makes the catch. Papko flies near the wall to Howard and left to retire the side. So Milwaukee is three up and three down. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. And at the end of the sixth inning, the score is New York three, Milwaukee two. Whitey Ford leads off for the New York Yankees in the top half of the seventh. And the Yankee fans here at County Stadium in Milwaukee were standing for that old seventh-inning stretch. Spahn kicks, delivers. The pitch is a spike on the inside corner belt high. A walk to Whitey Ford in the fifth inning got Spahn in a jam as Bauer followed with a two-run home run, which has given the Yankees their three-to-two edge. Ford was called out on strikes in the third. He's a left-handed batter who swings at the ground ball to the shortstop. Logan scoops it up. His throw to first base, a bad throw, and Ford is tagged out. As Adcock was forced to shift off the bag to the home plate side. Tagged Whitey Ford, and that is one away. 
still has a big reach down there at first base. Standing six foot four, and he went up for the ball and moved towards home about three feet off first base and was forced to tag for it as he went by. So there is one out, and here is right fielder Hank Bauer, who has single the left, lined the left, and belted a two-run home run. Takes a strike on the outside corner knee high. So Bauer, as Bob Wolf mentioned, extends his hitting streak in World Series play to 15 consecutive ball games. And it stands as a record. One man is out. Nobody on base. First half of the seventh inning. The outfield deep to the left for this fellow. The pitch is swung on. Here's a high infield fly. Shortstop Johnny Logan looking up into the sunshine. Makes the catch. And that is two away. From now on in, these left fielders might find a little trouble with low-line drives. As the sun here at Milwaukee County Stadium... As it moves westward, sinks down below the right field grandstand, and becomes uh, the left field position becomes a very dangerous sunfield. Two men are out of nobody on base. The batter is second baseman Gil McDougal, who swings on the first pitch and fouls one into the crowd, and there is a World Series baseball souvenir for somebody. Gil McDougal lined the base hit off Matthews' glove in the first inning, walked in the third, and was thrown out by Logan in the fifth. Gill officially, one for two. Two outs, nobody on base. The pitch is fouled off as McDougal tried to bunt for a base hit, and it's strike two. Gill McDougal catching Eddie Matthews deep at third base. One one foul. Milwaukee's outfield is playing McDougal. Fairly deep around towards left. Aaron has shortened up a few steps in right field. Strike two count on McDougal, who is appearing in his seventh World Series. Pitches high and outside, ball one and strike two. Most of these New York Yankees have had a lot of World Series experience. The pitch is a swing and a miss. He struck him out to retire the side. And that for Warren Spahn is strikeout number four. Three up, three down for the Yankees for the first time in the ball game. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left. And the score is New York three, Milwaukee two. The Braves. Well, the Braves move back into that first base dugout. They're greeted there by their fiery little manager, Fred Haney, who always is talking it up. You know, Fred lays it right on the line. Whatever the subject, here's a sample. Haney speaking on a specially recorded message. You bet I shave with a Gillette blade and a Gillette razor. It's the only way to get a decent shave. While they last, your favorite store is displaying the Gillette TV razor set, 79 cents. Last half of the seventh inning. Braves trending by a run as the Yankees lead 3-2, and it's Warren Spahn leading off. Spahn, Shane Deans, and Logan, the first three men to face Southpaw, Whitey Ford. Spahn single to drive in a run of the fourth inning. Takes a strike on the outside corner. No ball, one strike count. Spahn struck out in the second. And then got his base hit the left center field. Scoring Crandall. And a ball is too low. It's ball one and strike one. Ball one and strike one. We're in the last half of the seventh inning with Milwaukee trailing 3-2. The Yankees have out hit the Braves 7-5. The pitch 
is a strike that's called on the inside corner at the letters. One and two the count. Now, Whitey Ford is getting to that part of the ball game where I imagine manager Casey Stengel is watching him very, very closely because Ford has not pitched a completed ball game since August the 8th. Here's a swing and a drive to left center field. Mickey Mantle on the run going over, has it, and makes the catch. That's one away in the last half of the seventh inning, and here is today's paid attendance. A very wonderful crowd, 46,367. 46,367. One out, nobody on base. The leadoff man, second baseman Red Shandings, who fly to Mickey Mantle in left center field in the first inning, thrown out by Andy Carey in the third, and struck out in the fourth, leaving a couple of men on base. Red Shandings joined the Braves last year in a trade with the then New York Giants in June of 1957. Swings, hits a ground ball to the second baseman. Over is Gil McDougal. Throws the first base. He is out, and that's two away. Shandings going after the first pitch. Crossed out by Gil McDougal. And it brings up shortstop Johnny Logan. Braves followers quite concerned about John in this 1958 fall classic as he finished with a batting average of 226, where he normally is around the 275, 280 mark. But he is a great clutch ball player who they figure will come through with flying colors against the Yankees. Here's a ground ball foul down the third baseline, and it's strike one. Logan came up with Milwaukee's first base, hit a line double down the left field line in the first inning, struck out in the third, and was thrown out by Kubek in the fifth. Two outs. Last half of the seventh. Nobody on base for the Braves, who trail the New York Yankees 3-2. Ford's 0-1 pitch is in the dirt. Scooped up nicely by Yogi Berra, and it's 4-1 and strike one. Tomorrow, it'll be a battle of right-handers. Lou Burdett, 20 and 10 against Bob Turley, 21 and 7. Ball one, strike one count on the right-handed batting shortstop, Johnny Logan. The pitch, a curve is high, ball two. Ball two and strike one. Casey Stengel has signaled to his bullpen only once today. That was back in the fourth inning when right-hander Art Dittmar began loosening up. But Ford got himself out of a jam by striking out Shane Deans with runners on first and third base. Ball two and strike one on Logan, and Johnny takes a strike on the outside corner, a very fine slow-breaking curveball at the knees, and it's ball two and strike two. A right-hander, Umberto Robinson. From Panama is loosening up in the right center field bullpen for the Braves. Here is the 2-2 pitch. A swing and a miss. He struck him out to retire the side. And that for Whitey Ford is strikeout number eight. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. And at the end of the seventh inning, the score is New York three, Milwaukee two. Do you, do you want, do you really want a decent shave? Do you really want a decent shave? Then shave that. WGYWGFM Schenectady. Yankees in the first half of the eighth inning. And the seven inning totals New York three runs, seven hits, one error. 
Milwaukee two runs, five hits, and no errors. Mickey Mantle has fouled off to the catcher, lined a hard shot to Papco in center field in the third, and walked in the fifth. A switch hitter, batting right-handed against the left-hander Warren Spahn. Here is Spahn's first pitch, and Mickey swings, foul tips that ball off Del Crandall, and that marks the second time today that Dell has taken a hard shot off a hitter's bat. Strike one count. The Braves outfield plays Mickey deep, of course, with the great power he has, and around to the extreme left. Shane Deans lined up with right center field at second base, is on the edge of the outfield grass. Matthews is fairly close to the third base foul line. Spike one count on metal. Here's a swing and a drive to deep center field. Going back is Andy Pasco. He's waiting. He makes the catch, and that's the second time today that Mickey Mantle has hit one on the nose, but not Papco in center field. Good shot by Mickey Mantle. Brings up the left fielder, Elston Howard. Howard sent Papco racing to the wall in deep left center field in the first inning for his long drive. Glide to Aaron in right field in the fourth inning and was safe on a fielder's choice in the fifth. A right-handed batter in Spahn's first pitch is in there for a call strike one. Looked like he was going to try to dump one down the third baseline, and Terry broke in quickly. 
Curveball breaking away from a southpaw hitter. Ball one and no strikes. Whitey Ford is ready. Delivers high inside. Ball two. Whitey Ford, who has appeared in six World Series. This is his sixth. His record five World Series victories, three defeats. Against the Braves last year, he won one and he lost one. He beat Spawn in the opener last year, 3-1 at Yankee Stadium. 2-0 pitch is a strike on the outside corner. Good fastball. That baby was moving in there, and it's ball two and strike one. Aaron on deck. Yankees lead 3-2, last half of the eighth. 2-1 pitch. Too low, and it's ball three. Now, and Ford is behind at ball three and strike one. And uh, the fastballing right-hander from Casanova, Wisconsin. Ronald Doran is loosening up for Casey Stengel in the bullpen in deep right center field. Ball three and a strike one count. Ford, 3-1 pitch. Quick is called down the alley across the knees and it's three and two. The spectacled right-hander, a guy with a blazing fastball, Duran. Getting ready just in case, as time is running out here in the first game of the series. Last half of the eighth. 3-2 ball game. Braves trail by one. Eddie Matthews looking for his first base hit. Walked in the fifth inning. He's gone the limit now with Whitey Ford. Ball three and strike two. Here's the big pitch, and it's ball four. There goes the tying run at first base with nobody out. As Whitey Ford gives up his third walk. Eddie Matthews on first base. The batter is right fielder Henry Aaron. Henry struck out in the first inning. Walked in the fourth, scored a run, and was safe on a fielder's choice in the fifth. There is no telling what manager Fred Haney will do now with Henry Aaron up there with a good power hitter, of course. Henry hit 30 home runs this year, but he is in front of Joe Adcock. With that tying run at first base, now Aaron steps out of the batter's box, looks down to the third base coach, Billy Herman. Outfield, deep to the left. Power extremely deep in right field. Here is a throw to first base. Matthews gets back in the bag. Whitey Ford working with Matthews on first. That was Matthews' second walk of the ball game. The pitch. High and outside, and Aaron that time had shortened up on the bat, which seemed to indicate that he was going to try to move that runner into scoring position at second base. A time is called as the first base coach, Johnny Fitzpatrick, Calls Eddie Matthews off first base and whispers something to him. Ball one and no strikes. Left-hander Ford kicks and delivers, and it's high. Ball two, two and nothing. Ball two and no strikes. As Ford at the moment is having a little trouble with his control. As I mentioned a little bit earlier, Whitey has not gone the distance for quite some time now, and he might be tiring here in the last half of the eighth. And the first sign you get that a pitcher is tiring is when he starts missing that corner, coming around with that pitch that's not in there. Ball two, no strikes. 
Outfield deep for Henry Aaron. The pitch, and here is a spike on the outside corner at the letters. Ball two and strike one. Aaron again, as he reaches down for the handful of dirt, glances down at Billy Herman. Third base coach, who had a great career as a second baseman with the Chicago Cubs. Runner on first, none out. 2-1 pitch. A swing and a drive back in the right field. Drive back as Hank Ford towards the wall. He leaps. This one is off that direct to Eddie Matthews running second base on his way to third. Aaron goes into second base. The ball gets away from the shortstop pullback, but it's picked up by Curry. Duran, and he makes his first appearance 
in a World Series. Rhino Duran, well-built, right-hander, six foot two, 195 pounds. He's 29 years old. Although he was born in Wisconsin, he now makes his home in very lovely country, San Antonio, Texas. His first World Series appearance. So this right-hander may find himself a little nervous as Whitey Ford gets a wonderful ovation as the blonde-haired southpaw moves across the third-base foul line and heads into the third-base dugout. Here's Doran with that great speed. He had a tough break this summer. As he was hit by a pitch ball, he was beamed, and since that time has not been as effective as he was in the early part of the 58 campaign. So Lionel Doran, taking his warm-up throws, is being observed very closely by Joe Adcock. The Braves had been known in the National League as a fastball-hitting club. Now they're going to get a chance to see one of the fastest pitches in the Major Leagues. Or so the report goes from the American League. Lionel Duran. Duran has pitched for the Kansas City Athletics. He was purchased by the New York Yankees October the 1st. Last year, great speed, and they also tell me he's got a good curveball. He just threw a changeup to Yogi Berra, so these Milwaukee Braves hitters will have to watch him now as he can really mix him up. One of the tricks of the trade is employed frequently by Durham with that great speed. He'll throw a couple of wild pitches, which might make the on-deck hitter a little uneasy. Last half of the eighth inning, Yankees lead the Braves 3-2. Eddie Matthews on third base. Henry Aaron on second base with a double. And the Yankee infield is playing in for a play at the plate. The outfield is around the left and playing deep for Joe Adcock. He's single to right in the second. Grounded out the third base in the fourth and fly the left field in the fifth. One hit in three times at bat. Duran starts into the motion. First pitch to Joe and a swing and a miss. Late one. Mike won the count. Joe is what is known as a free swinger. And as Bob Wolf pointed out, he's hit a couple of home runs, which are still being discussed in the National League. Runners on second and third base. Nobody out. Yankees lead 3-2. Lionel Duran replacing Whitey Ford. Here is the windup. The 0-1 pitch. That's high and outside, and it's ball one and strike one. Whitey Ford allowed two runs on six hits. He walked three. And the great left-hander had eight strikeouts in seven completed innings. Ball one and strike one the count. Duran peering down for his sign from Yogi Berra. Starts into the motion. Here's the 1-1 pitch, and he's swinging a miss as Joe tried to hold up. And a fastball on the letters. Inside corner, it's 1-2. and two. West Covington is on deck. Ryan Duran in a tough spot. 
This guy, I don't imagine, has to reach back for any extra because when he throws a pitch, he's got all the extra on it. Moves down off the rubber. Ball one and strike two. The outfield to the left. The infield playing in. Matthews on third base. Aaron on second base. Nobody is out. Last half of the eighth, the pitch. Here's a swing and a miss. He struck him out. And that is strikeout number one for Duran. And the ninth Milwaukee Brave to go down on strikes today. Casey Spangle moves out of the dugout as the left-handed power hitter, left fielder Wes Covington, stands outside the batter's box. Well, let's see what Casey's going to do now. He calls in his shortstop, Tony Kubek. Yogi Berra's out there, along with Rhinel Duran. And a discussion going on on the pitcher's mound. Covington, this afternoon, has fouled out to the catcher, Berra. He has grounded his second base, and he has lined the left field. The Braves had a previous look at Duran, but it was in an exhibition game in spring training. Whitey Ford leading off here in the last half of the eighth inning walked Eddie Matthews. Then Aaron pumped a double to right field off the screen, almost caught by Hank Bauer. And that was the end of Whitey as Casey brought in Lionel Duran, who struck out Joe Adcock. Now there's one out. Runners on second and third base. West Covington, a left-handed batter. The pitch is a swing and a miss, and it's Spike one as Covington cut hard. Spike one count. Art Dittmar continues loosening up in the Yankee bullpen. No ball, one strike count. The swing and a drive, the left center field. The Spike score the run. Mickey Mantle's coming over, Matthews tagging, and Mantle makes a fine running catch. Here is the tying run scoring. The Pecos in the second base.
Like two counts. Duran has gotten out in front of the three men he has faced here, Edcock, Covington, and now Crandall. 0-2 pitch. Blake Slower for a great three. He is rolled out. On the outside corner, he high. Crandall is rolled out. And then he fires the side. Strikeout number two for Duran and the tenth play to get on in strikes. One run. One hit. No errors. One man was left on base, and the score at the end of the eighth inning is New York 3, Milwaukee 3. Hurry and get, get your Gillette TV Razor. Just 79 cents, man, what a buy. And we'll tell you it's in short supply. inning. Ball game is tied. The Yankees three and the Braves three. New York scored a run in the fourth inning on a home run by Scourin. Added two more in the fifth inning on a two-run belt by Hank Bauer. The Braves scored two runs in the last half of the fourth inning. Added the tying run in the last half of the eighth. And so right now, as we go to the last inning, the ninth, it is anybody's ball game. Bill Scourin leads off for New York. Scowen has bounced a single to left field, a high chopper over the third baseman's head, hit a home run, line shot down the left field line in the fourth inning, and was thrown out by Eddie Matthews in the sixth. Wes Covington had called a time and wanted some sunglasses in left field. The shadows have increased now to where they have covered, just about covered the shortstop position. Leading off, Bill Scowen, first pitch, outside, ball one. Ball one and no strike. Yankees batting in the ninth. Scowen, Carey, and Kubek to face Warren Fawn. The stylish southpaw kicks and delivers. There's a swing and a foul up the screen. And it's ball one and strike one. Bill Scowen, who was quite a football prospect when he entered college at Purdue University, but decided on a baseball career. He's strong. Last year was bothered quite a bit by a bad back. Swings, misses, strike two. Ball one and a strike two count. Warren Spahn, whose earned run average in the National League this past season was 3.07. 22 wins, 11 losses. The one and two pitch. A swing and a miss. He struck him out and that's one away. That's strikeout number five for Warren Spahn. One away and it brings up third baseman Andy Carey. Carey has flied to Papco in center. Struck out in the fourth inning. And had a base hit bit taken away by Eddie Matthews. Hard hit ball to Eddie's left. In the sixth, Matthews tossing out Carey at first base. So Andy is looking for his first series base hit. And takes the ball. It's outside. Ball one and no strikes. First half of the ninth inning in a 3-3 three three ball game. A swing and a miss on a changeup. And it's 
even up at ball one and strike one. One of the great students of baseball working for the Milwaukee Braves this afternoon, Warren Spahn. When he's not pitching, he's busy studying opposing hitters. 1-1 one, one pitch, and there's a swing and a ground ball to the shortstop. Logan comes up, over to first base. He is up and two away in the ninth inning. Hard hit ball right at shortstop Johnny Logan. Brings up the shortstop, Tony Kubek. Kubek, call out on strikes in the second. Fly to left field in the fifth inning. And was tossed out. Adcock to spawn covering first base in the sixth inning. Tony batting with two outs. Nobody on base. The Yankees and the Braves tied at 3-3 in the ninth. Spawn first pitch is low outside. It's ball one. Ball one, no strikes. This has not been a pitcher's win today. As it is blowing across that outfield, now it's more out towards left field and at 15 miles an hour. Curve ball breaks low, ball two on Tony Kubek. Spawn, no doubt, is being very careful with Kubek with the pitcher due to hit next. And Casey Stengel has nobody loosening up in the bullpen in right center field. Duran is the scheduled hitter coming up after Kubek. 2-0 pitch, a swing of ground ball to the second baseman, Shane Deeps. Up over to first base, he is up. And the Yankees are three up and three down. And Spawn now has retired. Twelve consecutive batters. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. We go to the last half of the ninth inning with a score. The Yankees three and the Braves three. And now let's pause for station identification. This is WGY, WGFM, the General Electric Station, Schenectady. The time, 5.32. Going to the last half of the ninth inning, it's a tie ball game with the Yankees and the Braves knotted at three and three. New York, three runs on seven hits and one error. Milwaukee, three runs, six hits and no errors. Billy Bruton is going to bat for Andy Pafko. Billy Bruton, who missed the 1957 World Series because of a badly damaged right knee at the time the Braves met the Yankees last fall. Billy was visiting a doctor in Oklahoma. A left-handed batter, Bruton steps in the batter's box. The third baseman, Kerry, is playing on the edge of the infield grass. Billy is a good bunner. And the first pitch is high, a fastball, ball one and no strike. Bruton was born in Panola, Alabama, now resides in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Ball one, no strikes to count. Score is tied at 3-3 in the last half of the ninth inning. Red Shandings is on deck. Warren Spahn is due to hit next. The 1-0 pitch, and that's a strike on the inside corner letter high. It's even at ball one and strike one. Ball one and strike one. And the advantage of the home field here means sudden death for the Yankees right now if the Braves score. Outfield playing around to the left. Duran's 1-1 one, one pitch. Blowing inside, that's ball two, and it's two and one. Ball two, and a strike one count. Andy Papko, who played his 
a bang-up ball game in center field. Had one hit in three times at bat and sent Howard to the fence for his drive in the sixth inning. Single in the fourth. 2-1 pitch. A swing and a miss. And that's strike two. And it's even up on Billy Bruton at ball two and strike two. Duran is the second pitcher used by Casey Stengel. Starter Whitey Ford went seven innings, facing two men in the eighth. Gave up three runs on six hits, walked three, struck out eight, and was charged with one wild pitch. 2-2 pitch. A swing and a miss. He struck him out, and that's strikeout number three for Duran. So Rhino has struck out three of the four men he has faced. Here's Warren Spahn, who drove in a mighty important run in the fourth inning with a single to center field. Struck out in the second and fly the left center field in the seventh. Left-handed batter with one man out, nobody on base, and Red Shandine's on deck. Duran, bending over the waist, gets his sign from Yogi Berra. The right-hander delivers a swing on this, and Spahn cut so hard he swung out from underneath his batting helmet. Like one count. Warren Spahn, who has had the thrill of hitting quite a few home runs in his major league career, had two in 1958, and looked like that time he was trying to end the ball game in a hurry. Yankees and Braves are tied 3-3 in the last half of the ninth inning. The right-hander comes down with a pitch. Here's a swing and a ground ball. And second base is left in the right field for Mason. Warren Spahn singles to right. And Spahn's bat continues to raise havoc with enemy pitchers. He has two for four today and has driven in one of a very important run for Milwaukee. And the Braves now have the potential winning run on first base with one out. That is hit number one off Duran, and the base hits are even up at seven apiece. Red Shanding, hitless and four times at bat. A switch hitter now batting left-handed for the first time today against the right-hander, Reinald Duran. The pitch, a swing of foul up the screen, and it's a strike one count. Shanding will admit himself that he is a better left-handed swinger than from the right side of the plate. Probably because he gets more of a chance, as the Braves have seen, percentage-wise, quite a few more right-handers than left-handers. No ball, one strike count on Shane Dean. Stan Doran wants a different baseball. Working with Warren Spahn on first base. Spahn with that heavy... Warm-up jacket on now because of a very cool breeze here in Milwaukee. One man is out. The pitch to Red Shanding. High enough side and it's even up at ball one and strike one. As Bond takes the lead, Bill Scourin holding him on at first base. One out, the 1-1 pitch, a swing and a miss, and it's strike two. Foul tip, hit off Yogi Berra's chest protector. One and two on Shanding. The shortstop, Johnny Logan, is in the on-deck circle off to the right of the plate. Braves occupy the first-base dugout here at Milwaukee County Stadium. 
Yankees over on the third base side. Ball one and strike two. Sandy's choking up quite a bit on the handle of the bat. Watching Duran's every move. The one and two pitch. Low it outside. It's even at two and two. Ball two, strike two on the leadoff man. Veteran second baseman, Red Shandy. Red, who for quite a few years was a great star with the St. Louis Cardinals. Now lives in St. Louis during the offseason. Continues waving his bat around. Runner on first base, one out. Here's the 2-2 pitch. High enough side, it's ball three. Ball three and strike two. Lionel Duran has worked one and one-third innings. On the whole, has been out in front of these Milwaukee hitters. Now he has the full count on Red Shandy. Ball three, strike two. One man is out. Warren Spahn on first base with a base hit. Score tied, 3-3 three, three in the last half of the ninth inning. Ball three and strike two. One man is out. Runner on first, representing the winning one of the ball game. The pitch. Ball four. And there is walk number one, given up by Rhino Durham. The potential winning run moves in the scoring position at second base, and Spawn is a fairly fast runner for a pitcher. Always keeps himself in excellent condition. Yogi Barra's out talking to Reinald Duran, and the Yankee bullpen comes alive as the right-hander starts loosening up again. The Braves here in the last half of the ninth inning have Spawn on second base, Paintings on first base, Johnny Logan, the batter. Logan moves away from home plate as Vera again goes out to talk to Duran. Logan doubled down the left field line in the first inning. Struck out twice today in the third and the seventh and grounded out to the shortstop in the fifth. Now manager Fred Haney is going to a pinch batter and this is first baseman Frank Torrey who had himself a banner year in 1958. Frank Torrey, who finished at 309, with 22 doubles, 5 triples, 6 home runs, and 56 runs batted in. Fred Haney, manager of the Milwaukee Braves, has been blessed with two very fine first basemen. Torrey, not the power hitter that Joe Adcock is, always manages to get a piece of that ball. And that's what Fred Haney wants right now, just a piece of that ball, a line base hit, any kind of a base hit, as he has the winning run on second base. Milwaukee runners on first and second base. One man is out, and Flory is up there batting for Johnny Logan. So Haney has gone to his second pinch hitter in the last half of the ninth inning. Left-handed swinger. Runners on first and second. One out. Here is the pitch. And it's a curveball low inside. Ball one and no strike. Billy Bruton let off in the last half of the ninth inning. Batting for Andy Pasco. And struck out. Warren Spahn single to right field. Shandy. And Duran. Waged a stiff battle there. 
before Duran finally walked Red Shandine. And now there are Milwaukee runners on first and second base. The 1-0 pitch. There's a swing and a pop-up out to the shortstop. Going back is Kubek. Makes the play. And that's two away in the last half of the ninth inning. Leaves it up to third baseman Eddie Matthews. Matthews getting his first look at a right-hander. Struck out of the first and the third off Whitey Ford. Walked in the fifth and the eighth inning. Scored Milwaukee's tying run in the last half of the eighth. So here is a left-handed batter, Eddie Matthews. With runners on first and second base, two outs, last half of the ninth. Score tied 3-3. Three, three. Each team with seven base hits. Outfield about straight away for it. Duran goes into the stretch. Arms down, the pitch. A swing of foul up the screen behind the home plate, and it's strike one on Matthews. No ball, one strike count. Matthews was born in Texarkana, Texas, but made his home in Santa Barbara, California, for most of his young life. Now resides in Brookfield, Wisconsin, suburb of Milwaukee. Strike one count on it. Runners on first and second base, two outs. Here's a swing and a miss. Strike two. Now Duran is out in front of Matthews, the brave third baseman. Strike two count. And Matthews will be called upon to really guard that plate. Warren Spahn on second base. Red Shandings on first base. Two outs in the last half of the ninth inning. The Yankees three. The Milwaukee Braves three. In a fine, tingling performance here at Milwaukee County Stadium. Into the stretch, the 0-2 pitch. A swing and a miss. He struck him out to retire the side. Strikeout number four for Rhino Duran in two innings. No run. One hit. No errors. Two men were left on base. And the score at the end of nine innings, the Yankees three and the Braves three. Well, we go on now to the top half of the tenth inning. Extra innings in the first game of the 1958 World Series. And all set for the action out here in what should be a real great finish. The voice of the Washington Senators, Bob Wolf. Thank you, Earl Gillespie. What a thriller this has been. And their thrill still in store. There are two changes coming up now. Bruton goes in and center field. And Felix Mantilla takes over at shortstop as we go into the 10th inning. Well, this has been a game which one could actually go back and take a look at heroes galore up through the first nine. And, of course, there is still more to come. Warren Spawn, who has distinguished himself with two hits this afternoon. One drove in a most important run. Of course, he was matched against Whitey Ford, who was in great strikeout form while Whitey was in there. And then Ryan Dern came in with a spine-tingling performance in which, with the winning run on base for Milwaukee, he got a big strikeout to send the game into extra innings. Of course, there'll be some who will look back on Casey Stengel's maneuvering. Casey is always unpredictable, but one of the great managers in baseball. In the eighth inning, with men on third and second and one out, the Yankees elected to pitch 
to West Covington, a left-handed batter. And uh, West sent a sacrifice fly out to left center, bringing in what proved to be the tying run. It was quite a gamble for New York. Del Crandall, a right-handed batter, not famed for being fleet of foot, was the next man up, and he struck out. But the uh, Braves tied it, and now comes the 10th inning, and the leadoff batter for New York is Ryan Durant. The first pitch swung on. It's a one-hopper knocked down by Spawn. He picks it up. He throws to first, and Duren is out. And that in itself is a rare feat because Duren is a pitcher who usually stands far away from the plate, doesn't do much hitting as far as pitching goes, but he stepped up there this time and set the hopper back to the mound and is out number one in this 10th inning. And now here's Hank Bauer, who has singled, lined out to left, Homer to left, that was the two-run homer in the uh, fifth, and he has popped up. It was Bowers' homer, which put the New Yorkers out in front by a 3-2 score, only to find the Braves tie it in the bottom of the eighth, and that's what it is right now. 3-3. Here's Bauer in facing spawn. The first pitch is wide for a ball. Hank will be followed by Gil McDougall. And Warren Spawn here has been uh, mowing down these New York Yankees since the uh, last hit. That came in the sixth inning by Yogi Berra. There's a pitch almost hitting Bauer. He quickly moves back from the plate. And it's now ball two. Don McMahon is now warming up. And he is the uh, Braves counterpart of Ryan Doran. Can't ball two to Bauer. Here's the windup by Spawn. And the pitch to Bauer is low for ball three. Walks have proved to be an important part of the first nine. A walk to uh, Whitey Ford in the uh, fifth inning preceded Bauer's home run. And that, of course, proved to be a big run as Ford came around. All set to go. Here's the 3-0 pitch. And it's over for a called strike. So it's ball three and strike one. And the Braves, on a walk, eventually scored the tying run as Matthews walked in the eighth, was moved to uh, third on Aaron's two-bagger and scored on Covington's sacrifice fly. Now we're all set to go, three and one the count. Here comes the pitch to Bauer, and it's a strike called the outside corner on the count now, three and two to Big Hank. One out, we're in the 10th inning, in extra innings this afternoon, in a real thriller from the very start. Ball game all tied at 3-3, each side of seven hits. Ready for that three and two pitch to Bauer. Here it comes. And there's a hard foul outside of third. And the count holds three and two. Bauer walks away from the plate there. He's getting another bat. But the count three and two to Bauer. Now Bauer stepping back in onto the new club. Warren Spawn has retired 13 in a row. He's trying to get over the hump now for number 14. Bauer all set with a 3-2 and two pitch. Here it comes. And there's a foul going back to the press box. Hit the facing just above it. So the count holds a 3-2 and two to Hank Bauer. The Yankees have scored their three runs on homers. A solo homer by Scourin coming in the fourth and Bauer's two-run homer in the fifth. Braves... On RBIs by Crandall and Spawn, scored two in the fourth, and Covington sacrifice fly brought in the tying run. Bauer swings and misses. It's a strikeout. Now there are 
in the top half of the 10th inning as Gil McDougald, who singled a liner off Matthews' glove in the first, since then has walked, rounded out, and struck out, comes up here in the 10th with two outs. Nobody aboard. Warren Spawn in the mound. Now has six strikeouts in the ball game. Field pulled around just slightly toward left to Gill. Two outs, nobody on. The windup by Spawn. The pitch. Swung on. There's a ball knocked down by Spawn. Rolls over to Mancia. He can make no throw. And McDougal is across first base with a hit. A liner knocked down by Spawn. It rolled about 15 feet behind the mound. But Mancia coming in, picked it up, but had no chance for a throw. And McDougal is on with a base hit. That means that the Yankees' big man, Mickey Mantle, who is 0-4-3 in a walk, comes up now. Mickey has hit two on the nose to center. Both paired by Pasco while he was in the game. Bruton is out there now. In that center field spot. So here's Mantle stepping in. With two outs. McDougal on first. Ball looks around his defensive alignment. The outfield is pulled far around for Mantle. Who is batting right-handed against the southpaw. Here's the pitch. And it's inside for a ball. Ball one, the count to Mickey Mantle. They Google on first, taking a very slim lead. Ball with the stretch and the pause. Here's the pitch, and it's inside and high, and the count now is ball two to Mantle. Mickey bats in the number three spot for the New York Yankees. Tie ball game, we're in the 10th inning. All tied up at 3-3. Now Spawn looks in to get the side from Crandall. It's ball two to Mantle. A look toward the runner at first, McDougal. Here's the pitch. And the pitch comes in high, and it's ball three. Elston Howard is on deck. The Braves came close to pushing across that final run of the ball game in the bottom of the ninth, but Dern came up with a big strikeout, and two Braves were stranded in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Ball three to Mickey Mantle, stretching the pause by Spawn. Here's the pitch, and it is ball four, and on four pitches, Mantle draws a walk. That moves McDougal to second, and with two outs and two on, the Yankees' number four hitter, Elston Howard, is coming up. That walk is the fourth of spawn. Howard has flied out three times and into a force-out play in the fifth inning. So he's 0 for 4. He comes up with two out and two on in the tenth inning. Spawn all set to work. Here's the pitch to Howard, and it's in the dirt, scooped up by Crandall for ball one. Ball one to Elston Howard. Vaughn, all set, gets the sign now from Crandall. McDougald edges off second, Mantle off first. Here comes the pitch, and it's wide, and that's ball two to Howard. It means that Spawn has now thrown six balls in a row. Crandall hustles out to speak to the southpaw. Don McMahon... Warming up for Milwaukee in the bullpen. On our Crandall is back. Janice 2-0 to Howard. Runners on first and second and two away. Spawn gets the sign. Left-hander, the stretch and the pause. A look back to the runner on second. Howard waits. Here comes the pitch. And there goes a fly ball to right field. Aaron is there. He's got it. In the top. 
score at the top half of the tenth inning. New York three, Milwaukee three. Well, here's the bottom half of the tenth. You can just hear that murmur throughout the uh, pack stands here as Hank Aaron comes up. He doubled to uh, right field in the eighth inning. Bauer up against the fence, leaped for one, got his glove on it, knocked it to the ground, couldn't hold it, and Aaron steamed it a second base. That was the big inning, you may recall, when Matthews led off with a walk. Aaron uh, then doubled Matthews to third. At this stage of the ball game, a Whitey Ford left, uh, replaced by Ryan Duran. Uh, Duran uh, struck out Joe Adcock, and then there was a conference at the mound. The Yankees decided to pitch to uh, West Covington and uh, brought the infield in. Covington sent a fly ball at the left center, snared by Mandel on the run. Matthews scored the tying run. Then Crandall uh, looked at a called strike three to retire the side. So that was a big eighth inning for the Braves, put them right back in the ball game. And now in the tenth inning, it's Hank Aaron stepping in. Hank, this afternoon is one for three, and he walked back in the fourth inning and later scored in that inning, driven in by Del Crandall, who in turn was driven in by Warren Spawn. Aaron steps in, all set to face Ryan Dern, the Yankee right-hander, deals, and the first pitch is a called strike. It was a breaking pitch to Aaron. Well, Ryan Dern has the shadows in his favor right now. They've extended uh, beyond the infield. The sunspot still remaining, a center, and uh, just a little bit of left and part of right. Dern, a real fastballer, pitching in those shadows here in Milwaukee. It's strike one to Aaron. Here's the windup. And the next pitch is a strike call to the knees. Strike two to uh, Hank Aaron. Joe Adcock is the big man on deck. Then comes Wes Covington. Ryan Dern goes back to the rosin. Hank Aaron has hit safely in all of his World Series games, all seven last year, and this one this year. Two strikes the count. Aaron in and waiting, right-handed batter. Duran winds, here's the pitch, and there's a foul clipped off over the uh, Milwaukee dugout, off to the right. Saw it strike two, still to Aaron. Duran out there in the mound, 29 years old, he just can rear back and blaze that ball. He had a six-win, four-loss record for the uh, New York Yankees this past season and was manager Casey Stengel's big stopper in the bullpen. He was the fellow that the Yankees called in in those last innings or innings. Two strikes to Aaron. There's a sign from Barra, the wind-up by Duran, and the right-handers pitch on the way. A swing and a ball which was just nicked. It was in and out of Barra's mitt. And so Aaron stays up there with a two-strike count. That was just ticked in and out of Barra's mitt. Yogi rubs up a new ball before giving it back to Dern at the mound. The outfield playing far back for Hank Aaron. One of those long clouts by Aaron could end this first World Series game. It's all tied right now with 3-3. And now Dern wants to get out of the baseball, and Al Barlick, the plate umpire, obliges. Aaron steps back in, leading off the bottom half of the 10th inning for Milwaukee. Braves have seven hits, and the uh, Yankees have had eight. Now Dern gets the uh, sign from Barra. Aaron waits for the two-strike count. Dern takes a little more time. Now shakes one off from Barra, and as he does so, Aaron steps out on him. 
Hank steps back in. Dern is back off the mound, tugs at his cap. Now peers forward behind those glasses to get the sign from Berra. Starts the windup. Here's the pitch. And it's a swing and a miss. The ball's dropped by Berra. He picks it up the throw to first base just in time. That was close. Off the strikeout with the uh, put out going to Scourin. Yogi, a little difficulty that time, fighting the ball, which had rolled a few feet behind him. He sort of spun around looking for it. Now, finally picked it up in time to whip it a first base for the out. Uh, now, uh, Dern has five strikeouts in two and a third uh, innings pitched. On the batter is Joe Adcock, who is one for four. He singled his first time up and has gone out three times since then. Adcock, tall right-handed batter in with one out in the bottom half of the 10th inning. Doran, all set to work. Up goes the right arm. Here's the pitch, and it's inside for a ball. Doran doesn't mind the opposing batters knowing that he is trouble with his vision out there in the mound. He feels that it keeps them pretty loose at the plate. Ball one, the count to Adcock. One out, we're in the bottom half of the 10th inning. Here's the windup, and the next pitch, swung on and missed. On the count now is one and one. On deck, it's West Covington. So Duran has the long ball hitters to contend with here in this bottom of the 10th. Count one and one. Yankee outfielders are playing deep for Adcock. Now Duran looks in to get the sign from Barra. Right-hander, all set. Adcock waiting with a one-and-one one count. Here's the windup by Durham. And the pitch on the way. Swung on. There's a shot going to center field for a base hit. Field it by Mickey Mantle. It was a line into the right of the mound. McDougal tried to cut it off. Couldn't do it. And it went on to the right of second base to center field as Adcock has his second hit. And now, here's a big gun for the Braves, West Covington who drove in the uh, tying run in the eighth inning with a sacrifice fly. West, 0 for 3, plus the sacrifice fly. And he comes up now with Adcock on first and one out. Score, neither to 3-3. We're in the bottom half of the tenth inning. Bauer, way back in right field. Coming to left-handed batter, in and waiting. Stretching the pause by Duran. Here's the pitch. There's a fly ball going to left field. Howard is back on the cinder path, waiting. And he has it there. And Adcock, who was two-thirds of the way to second base, now gets back to first. Elston Howard took it on the cinder path and left just a few feet from the fence. So Covington with a long out number two. Adcock stays at first base. On the batter is Del Crandall, who is one for four this afternoon and has scored one of the Braves' three runs. Del Crandall gets a little dirt before stepping in. Well, Dell will be going for that long ball here. When he faced Dern in the eighth inning, he looked at a call strike three. Adcock on first, there are two outs. Now Dern, with the stretch and the pause and a quick throw to first base, moves Adcock back to the bag. Outfield pulls slightly toward left. The Yankee infield with two outs is back deep at normal depth. Stretching the pause by Duran. Here's the pitch. And it's inside. Crandall falls back to the ground. 
Ball one. Crandall comes up, dusts himself off. Al Barlick dusts off home plate. Crandall back in and waiting. Andy Carey at third base is playing Crandall strictly to pull the ball. He's about five or six feet inside the line and deep. Papko is out of the ball game, so Bruton's on deck. There's a ground ball going into center field. Hancock goes into second base, and Crandall is on first with a single through the middle in the center field. the Milwaukee Braves once again have the winning run on second in the person of Joe Atcock as Del Crandall with a high hopper through the uh, middle of the diamond in the center field has put Atcock on second. Crandall is on first. There are two outs and Bill Bruton is coming up here with a chance now to drive in the winning run for the Milwaukee Braves. Let's see what happens. This is the second inning in a row that the Braves have had that uh, Tie-breaking and winning run on second. Duran all set to work. The pitch to Bruton. Swung on and foul back at strike one. Score is not at a 3-3 in the bottom half of the tenth. And a game replete with thrills of every description this afternoon. And Bruton up there now with a one-strike count. Adcock is on second. Crandall on first. Two outs. And, of course, the big man is the man out there at second in scoring position. Bruton... At the plate, left-handed batter, waiting with a one-strike count. And Duran again wants to change baseball. And gets a new one. Now we're all set to go. Bruton waiting. There's a stretch in the pause by Duran. Here's the pitch. And the pitch comes in high. The count now is one and one. Duran again steps back off the mound as Bruton steps out of the batter's box. Now Bill back in, bumps the bat on the plate, looks out of the mound. Dern tugs at the cap, now digs in against the pitching rubber. As a look back toward the runner at second, Joe Atcock, the stretch and the pause. A one-on-one pitch. Swung on. Are you struggling with pin curls every night? 
putting off a permanent because you're afraid your hair will look too curly? Forget it. Now, Tony guarantees a new permanent that holds a set far longer and still gives you the look you want. It's new Tony with hidden body, blended in with costly conditioning liquids never before used for permanent waving. Tony's hidden body wave gives you any look you want. If you like curls, set them and you get them. Hidden body can give you the new full-bodied puffed look, too, or set it smooth and sleek. Tony's hidden body will never show, never droop, either. It holds a set like no other permanent can, and only Tony has it. So get the look you want. Put long-lasting hidden body in your hair. Remember, only Tony can put it there. New Tony with hidden body. New flip-up end papers, too. Well, there's the ball game, ladies and gentlemen, and what a thriller it was. A tenoring affair. Bill Bruton's face hit. A solid smash to right center won the ball game in the 10th inning. And the crowd here is still buzzing as they leave. And what a roar went up here in Milwaukee when uh, Bruton came through with that big hit. Bruton who went in in the uh, ninth inning to replace... Andy Papko, and stayed in the 10th inning to win the ball game. Warren Spawn is the uh, victorious pitcher this afternoon, coming up with the big victory in the first game of the series, and the loser in relief was Ryan Duran. In the ball game this afternoon, Spawn was not only the winning pitcher, but his bat proved most important in the uh, Milwaukee attack. The Yankees used their favorite weapon this afternoon, the home run. Scourin had a homer in the fourth inning. But in the bottom of the fourth, Crandall drove in Hank Aaron, who had uh, walked, moved to second in the pass ball, and a third in an infield out. Crandall drove in Aaron. And then Warren Spawn uh, drove in Del Crandall, who had moved from first to second on a hit by Pasco. So the Braves then went ahead by a score of two to one. In the uh, top of the fifth, Bowers, two-run homer, uh, scoring Whitey Ford, put the Yankees in front 3-2. Then in the bottom half of the eighth inning, West Covington, sacrifice fly, brought in Matthews, who had walked and moved to third on Aaron's two-bag at a right. That nut of the ball game at 3-3 set the game into the tenth inning, and it was Fruton's base hit in this tenth inning which won the ball game. After Aaron had struck out, Adcock singled. Then Covington fly deep to Elston Howard. Crandall sent one through the middle, moving Adcock to second, and then came the payoff flow by Bruton. So uh, that was the story with four runs, ten hits, and no errors for the Milwaukee Braves. Now for the Yankees, three runs, eight hits, and one error in the first.